Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Honestly, Betsy, where have you been? I have called all over the neighborhood. And didn't I tell you to be home by 5.30, take a bath and get dressed up here? It is quarter to six. Gee, look at the table. Our good dishes. She's coming for dinner. And Effie's friend, Miss Jensen, I wanted to talk to you before she came. Now, it's so late, Daddy will be home with Miss Jensen soon. He went to pick her up in here. I haven't explained a thing. Explained what? Oh, oh, I do this quickly. Now, you listen carefully. Remember when Mommy and Daddy gave that party a month ago? Yes. Well, the guests were invited when Aunt Effie was still here, and she insisted on inviting her friend, Miss Jensen, so I did. When I called her... Two weeks before the party, to invite her, I told her Daddy would come over and pick her up for the party, knowing she had no way to get here, and wouldn't think of taking a taxi. Susie Owen's grandmother sent her another baby alligator from Florida. Will you please listen to me now and concentrate on it? Never mind Susie Owen and her alligators. This is important. Now, when we had the party, Mommy and Daddy forgot about Miss Jensen coming. Daddy didn't go and get her. And apparently, the poor old soul sat there for hours with her hat and coat on, waiting... And Daddy and I feel terrible about it. How do you know she sat there waiting? Because she wrote to Aunt Effie and told her. Miss Jensen is very nice about it, but Aunt Effie wrote us, and she is furious, and I don't blame her. It's shocking that we forgot about her. How come you forgot? Oh, well, Betsy, with 30 people coming for dinner and all the trouble with a woman I got to help cook, anyhow, I forgot. So finally, after talking it over with Daddy, we decided we couldn't tell Miss Jensen we forgot her completely because that would hurt her feelings. So we told her that... Now, you listen carefully, that that was the night you came down with Mom. Oh, no, it wasn't, Mommy. That's what we told her last night when I called her. And that in the excitement, the party was called off. And that you were so sick that we just... That was a lie, wasn't it? Mother wants to talk to you about tact and diplomacy. You've always said a lie's a lie. Come on upstairs and get your bath while we have a little talk. Hi. Oh, boy, dinner smells good. What are we having? Oh, hello, dear. Well, I hope it's good. It better be. I worked all day to have everything extra special for Miss Jensen. Is she here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I picked her up. She's in the living room. You better come on in and say hello. Yeah, I will just a second. I can't leave this hollandaise sauce. I keep stirring it. How did she act towards you? A little miffed? No, no, no. Very sweet. As a matter of fact, I explained all over again how terrible we felt about the yeah, whole thing. Sure, sure. Oh, hey, did you explain to Betsy? Well, I tried to. Why, well, what? What'd she say? What'd you say to her? Well, I said we'd forgotten completely to go and get Miss Jensen and bring her back to our party that night. And rather than hurt her feelings and say we just forgot about her, that we used tact and diplomacy and told her the party was called off at the last minute because she, Betsy, came down with mumps. 
you know, and that in the excitement... Well, I hope to Pete Betsy understands that'd be great after knocking ourselves out to make it up to Miss Jensen if Betsy makes a faux pas. Well, I had some time explaining the difference between a lie and being tactful, and finally I just said, don't talk about having mumps at all. Just don't even bring up the subject. Uh-huh. Boy, how do we get ourselves into these things? I, I wish you were going with us to that little theater play tonight. Mm. I Honey, you the... know they called back and only had two tickets after I'd already invited Miss Jensen to go tonight. I wasn't going to call her back with more excuses and put it off to some other night. She'd have been so disappointed she never goes anywhere. I know that coming here for dinner and then going to the local theater group with you for a play is a big thing in her life. Yeah, I just don't know what to talk to her about, that's all. Well, you'll be at the play. Revival of Smiling Through. It'll be sentimental and romantic, as I recall. She'll love it. You won't have to talk. Mommy, will you tie my session but me up back? Mm-hmm. Now, Daddy, will you do it? I'm busy stirring. And Betsy, if you got it straight... About what you're not supposed to say tonight, huh? I'm not supposed to say that I had mumps last week. That's right, that's right, honey. You, you had them a month ago, right after Christmas. Now remember that, huh? Oh, I'll be <clears throat> glad when this evening is over. Miss <laughs> <laughs> sure. Jensen, you're not eating your roast beef. Isn't your slice tender? It's lovely, just lovely. <laughs> I'm not very hungry. I guess it's all excitement. It's just so lovely to have dinner with you. Oh, and my goodness, go to a real play. <laughs> <laughs> now, look here, Miss Jensen. Maybe you don't like your roast beef so rare. I, oh, dear, yes, I never thought of that. We always have it rare. Is, is there an outside slice, dear, that, you know, better done? Oh, well, oh, no, no, it's quite all right, really. <laughs> my roast beef is just lovely. <laughs> no, 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 I'll, I'll cut off the other outside slice here. I'm afraid Betsy got the first one. She doesn't like it too rare, either. But oh, I, I can find a... My, Betsy is just the nicest little girl. She's just lovely. <laughs> Well, what do you say, dear? Thank you. Oh, my, she's such a quiet little thing, isn't she? Well, not always. <laughs> no, not always. <laughs> well, did you have a nice Christmas, Miss Jensen? Oh, lovely, just lovely. <laughs> yes, my brother and his wife drove over from Presentville and drove me back there for Christmas. They just had the loveliest Christmas tree, and they gave me an electric blanket. <laughs> Oh, well, that's uh, I bet you like that. <laughs> I understand they're wonderful. Oh, well, I haven't tried it yet. It just seems so complicated. Oh, no, no, not at all, Miss Jensen. You, you just plug it in, and it has a little regulator. It's very simple, Miss Jensen. My mother has one. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll try it sometime, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, it's pink and very pretty to look at. <laughs> Christmas Day, we took a lovely drive in the afternoon. Oh, well, that must have been nice. <laughs> oh, oh, it was. Just lovely. My, I'm sorry you're not going to the play tonight. Well, after I made arrangements, it turned out they only had two tickets. Yes, and I said, well, since I'm the man, I think I deserve the pleasure of escorting Miss Jensen to the theater. Oh! <laughs> well, I think I'm a little bit jealous. He doesn't buy me a corsage when he takes me out anymore. Well, you ought to be jealous, for goodness sakes, of me waltzing off to the theater with a pretty girl. <laughs> Well, these flowers are just lovely, aren't they, Betsy? Uh-huh. Daddy bought me some flowers last week when I had mumps. 
I didn't mean I had mumps last week. Really, I did. Oh, Betsy, don't, don't get so excited. I'm afraid she's still a little weak, you know, even after a, a month of having mumps. Oh, know. yes, of course. <laughs> it takes much longer, I think, than people realize to get over these things. <laughs> yes, of course. Darling, do you want to get Betsy up to bed while I get coffee and dessert on the table? Dad, it's only 7 o'clock. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, tired, Come on, dear. Come on. You're well, you, tired. You've been sick. You've been yes. sick. And even, even after a month. A month. <laughs> Come on, dear. My, mommy will bring you dessert up there. Gee, Daddy. Come on. <laughs> Go on I with want, Daddy, dear. I want you to have a relapse. No. And, now hurry up with the coffee. We're, we're going to a play. Don't forget. Yes, yes, on, I dear. will, dear. Why do I have to go to bed at 7 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> well, children just don't understand. They need to regain their strength, you know, even after a month. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Well, she's a lovely child, and it's just a lovely evening. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the car broke down. You never got there at all. Oh, we got there. Yes, indeed. And we sat through all three acts. Oh, dear. Well, I told you a revival of smiling through wouldn't be too fascinating now, honey. Dear, it was not smiling through. That was last night. Tonight, the local amateur group theater put on an original three-act play written by one of their brilliant, talented members. Is any good? Well, he apparently thinks he's a cross between Tennessee Williams and Eugene O'Neill and... Craft Ebbing. Oh, good heavens. Yeah. What was it about? About? It was about everything. Everything you can think of. Beatniks, alcoholics, dope addicts, streetwalkers. I, there, nothing was left out. Oh, you're I'm joking. You're I'm joking. not joking. You're jo- oh, poor Miss Jensen. Why didn't you leave? I tried to leave, but oh, no. We had paid for the tickets, and Miss Jensen was not going to leave. So we sat through to the bitter end. What in heaven's name did she think of it? Well, I'll tell you what I thought of it. I was shocked. I was shocked. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, my heavens. Isn't that terrible? Here we tried to do something nice for Miss Jensen to make up. Yeah, I know. You know, I I don't think I shocked easily, but there was one scene where the language was... The language... There was this hotel room, Uh you see, and then this guy was trying... Oh, I can't even bring myself to tell you about it. Why did you ask what play was playing? I did. They said smiling through. And I thought it would be perfect for Miss Jensen. What she must think of us. Well, I, I just took her home. She can't have gone to bed. Why, you get on that phone. You apologize yes. and, and explain that it yes. was your, your mistake. I will. You know. I will. I Call will. Her right up. away. Oh, why? Why? When one thing goes wrong, does everything go wrong? Well, I'm sure of one thing. Miss Jensen will never be the same. <laughs> Miss Jensen, I certainly never dreamt I'd wake you. He said he'd just taken you home, and I... Yes? Well, now, don't worry about that. The corsage will keep if you put it in the refrigerator. Hurry up, will you? Get off the phone. Tell me what she said. Yes, well, we'll see you again very soon. Oh, not at all. All right. Good night, Miss Jensen. Huh? Well, what did she say about the play? She thought it was lovely. Just lovely. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what she said to me. But you, you suppose, what do you suppose she really thinks? I mean, I, I thought she'd tell you. I think that's what she really thinks. 
Lovely is the word that could never possibly apply to that play. Miss Jensen said, I always like stories where the boy and girl get married. Married? Yes, and she... she said, stories where they get married even if they're poor. Look, they were a couple of wild-eyed beatniks eating out of tin cans, while the weirdest assortment of unshaven humanity wandered in and out shouting about life and what does it mean. Well, that isn't what Miss Jensen got out of it at all. She just saw a boy and girl who got married, even if they were hard up. <laughs> oh, my golly, it's true. I guess you only see what you want to see. You only hear what you want to hear, huh? <laughs> yes, and don't forget, Miss Jensen probably didn't understand half of what was said, dear. She... Wait a minute. What did you say? You only hear what you were... Yes, hear. What? I forgot Miss Jensen doesn't hear well. Last year, her family gave her a hearing aid, and she never uses it. Remember? And Effie said Miss Jensen's afraid of it. Afraid she's going to be electrocuted. Electrocuted? Yes. What, with a hearing aid? She doesn't like electric things. Look, she said her brother gave her an electric blanket for Christmas, and she said she'd never used it. Well, for Pete's sake, doesn't she realize it's impossible Darling, to... she still cooks on a wood stove, that old kitchen range. Why, honey, she probably never heard a word of the play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she said the whole evening was lovely, just How lovely. about that, huh? <laughs> You will have three choices of form for filling out your 1959 federal income tax returns. You may select the punch card, 1040A, for most incomes up to $10,000. The new 1040W, for income derived chiefly from wages, where only normal itemized deductions are made. And the well-known 1040 for the taxpayer who must file complete complex returns. Whichever form you use, file early, file accurately and help Uncle Sam do his great annual bookkeeping job efficiently. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and Belle Flower and is produced by Walter Hart and directed by Dick Stenta. This is Stuart Metz speaking.